the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back as we head into the second hour, 602-508-0960. There may be a connecting of dots here, as I was mentioning in the first hour on this this debt ceiling uh, negotiation, well, this debt ceiling deal. It's interesting to me that all the mainstream stories are about the fights uh, and the arguments and the dissensions within the Republican Party. I have a feeling that they are equally so if you read the statements of some Democrats on this, that their fight will be equally, uh, equally, uh, equally strong in the Democrats. But they don't want to highlight that. They want to highlight dissension in the ranks of the Republicans. And I postulated earlier that this is uh, because uh, of the same reason that they wanted to highlight the shooting in Hollywood, Florida, that uh, left nine people injured as opposed to the shootings in Chicago that killed 11 people. Anything to make R look bad, whether it's an R state or an R party. Um, that's, That's how they cover these things. But there might be another reason that the focus on it is so great, and obviously part of it is that we do care about it. But the other part is that there is a much bigger story, because one way or the other we will get through this crisis that we seem to have to deal with every six years or so, and it's this. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer is taking steps to hold FBI Director Christopher Wray in contempt of Congress after the Bureau notified the um, the the Oversight Committee, the House panel, that it will not comply with its subpoena related to a possible criminal scheme involving then-Vice President Joe Biden. So James Comer and the House Oversight Committee sent a subpoena to the FBI director for Christopher Wray, and uh, he is refusing to comply with it, which should trigger uh, an issuance of a contempt for Congress. The FBI said Tuesday evening that though it remains committed to cooperating with Congress, um, it will not submit the FBI director to the committee to testify. Comer has subpoenaed the FBI for a document that allegedly describes a criminal scheme involving Biden and a foreign national and relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. Comer, Comer first subpoenaed this document earlier this month. The FBI did not turn it over and extend instead explained that it needed to protect the Bureau's confidential human source program. That's easily done with the appropriate redactions or by giving clearances to people to view the document under, uh, or rather behind closed doors. This, this can be done all the time. The blanket refusal and the possible issuing of a citation of contempt for Congress is the story to watch. And maybe, maybe the media wants a distraction from some of that because it will be an arguably a legitimate thing for the committee to do. Um, this story, I've never heard of this band. David, you're of the younger generation, so perhaps you have. You ever heard of the band Paramore? Misspelled, of course, but P 
P-A-R-A-M-O-R-E. See, I'm, I'm not like the guy to ask about pop culture of today. It's more like pop culture of 50-plus years ago. boy. Lead singer Haley Williams, outspoken in defense of transgender medical procedures for children, cussed out Ron DeSantis during a concert, and she, the co-founder of the popular pop rock band, uh, this was at a music festival in Atlanta, Atlantic City said, I'll be happy to tell you I'm very blank, comfortable talking politics. And if you vote for Ron DeSantis, you're blank dead to me. The crowd loved the line, screaming in adulation. The only thing I um, would say to this is uh, if you're happy to tell us you're very comfortable talking politics, come talk politics. Come on and do it. Come on and Take the offer Dennis Prager often extends. Go talk politics with him or talk on this show with me. If you want to talk politics, don't shout it at a music festival in Atlantic City. That's actually not talking. That's screaming. But if you are actually comfortable talking politics, come do it with me or another show of someone who's, I dare say, somewhat well-read to put it no lower or higher on the conservative issues of the day that have them lining up on the conservative side of it. They won't do it. They won't do it. Dennis Prager must have, what, Bill, five or six invitations out to leftists to come on his show and talk with them. I think he even put money behind it. Sometimes he does. Um, uh, I won't do that here because we we, we have local rule violations uh, turning things into contest uh, things that the suits upstairs get nervous at when I talk about. Although we are still entertaining, this has been authorized. We are, I, I, I did get permission from the suits that uh, we can talk about ongoing thoughts and possible plans for our RV trip up north, our listener RV trip up north. Got a lot of, yeah, no, I got permission to do it. Why are you, why are you, why are you throwing cold water on this? You are throwing cold water on this. Bill, no, this this is this is a, a leaps and listener tour, a patriotic patriotic leaps, leaps and listening tour, or something like that. Um, we'll buy some CBs. No, the plan is the thought is seriously. This is serious. We're thinking about doing it. Let me know if you have additional thoughts on it or if you'd be interested. The plan is those of you who have RVs, and what we obviously have to keep it somewhat um, somewhat co- uh, contained in number. But if you have an RV. Um, or if you've always wanted to drive an RV, and we can provide them to you, uh, we would take a tour up north to cooler. Why are you? Da- you? I'm not looking over there anymore. You can. We will. We will supply the RV, and we will drive up, and we will um, have a uh, campfire chat that I will lead. We'll have a talk around the fire. I will cook dinner, which will be T-bone steaks for everyone. And accoutrements, appropriate accoutrements, baked potato, something like that, apple pie for dessert, something like that. Uh, we might even sing songs. We might even play trivia. We might even do something along those lines. But that's the idea. And then the next morning we'll have a breakfast, and uh, people can either stay or be on their way. But it, uh, I, I, let me know if you have thoughts on this and what to do to make it better. Uh, we'll have a sing-along. Yes, we'll tell ghost stories. All right, where am I going to next? Rob is in surprise. Hello, Rob. How are you? Hi, <laughs> Seth. Hope you had a meaningful uh, memorial. Thank day you. I hope you day. did too. 
I did. Uh, yeah, I, it was okay. I pretty much stayed at home. Um, one thing about, and this kind of goes into Memorial Day, so I guess I'm a day late. Uh, what, when we uh, think about Memorial Day, we, we look at Arlington National Cemetery. We look at all the national cemeteries and the ones overseas with the, with the gravestones and everything. But one thing I was thinking of being a former Navy guy is we never think about uh, the sailors uh, and officers and men of the ships that were lost at sea. In World War II, uh, we lost 52 submarines and about oh, 3,000 people. The total loss in World War II from the Navy, and these are, you know, missing, never recovered, Yeah, um, yeah. was about 32,500-something. Lost at sea. Um, lost at sea, yeah. yeah. And yeah. That, that just is, uh, that includes, I think, the aviators uh, lost, body never recovered, the ship's. Uh, whether it's, um, you know, the Indianapolis. Yeah, I was just thinking the Indianapolis and the Robert Shaw story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then um, uh, there was the uh, Halsey Typhoon yep. where they lost three destroyers, and I think that was about 780 men. Yep. But there are there are Navy people uh, who were never recovered, and uh, that's, that's just something to uh, – food for thought for uh, those on Memorial yes, Day. Yes, absolutely. Don't, don't think about that Good. too much. Um, the other thing is, I prefer ribeye over T-bone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then, just, then you will just, be cooking just, for just yourself. Ready. Well, that's fine. Um, now we 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 have a, a fine. You you can bring some kind of dehydrated ribeye. We'll provide water, and you can like an astronaut. <laughs> Put it in your, I mean... Like an MRE? I'm not well, going to derogate on ribeye, but, you know, how often do you okay. get a T-bone? You can get a ribeye anywhere. No one has T-bones anymore, and it's great. It is the original cowboy steak. When they're singing Home on the Range, they're not cooking ribeyes. Okay. Well, All right, hold uh, the thought. i got to take a break. We'll be uh, right back. Hold it, hold okay. it. Oh, I know. Hold on, hold on. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show, 602-508-0960. Rob is in surprise. Hello, Rob. Thanks for, Hi, um, uh, thanks for waiting. Sorry about that. Well, no, my pleasure. Um, I'm uh, thinking that wherever you guys choose to go, uh, just make sure for those of us that don't do RVs that there's maybe a decent motel nearby. <laughs> we can drive in for the campfire and the ghost story you're making all kinds of little carve outs see this is why we can't have nice things well i'll go but not in an rv and if i go i'll stay in a hotel no 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 this is this is the rv experience in for a dime rob and t-bone steaks we uh, We, we might be able um, to provide them that's part of this that's part you might be able to provide an rv yeah no kidding. Yeah, that's okay, what makes well, it interesting. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, and th- there would be other people in the RV, I guess, too, right? No. No? Well, I mean, you RV. and Mrs. Rob, unless you have others or whatever. Well, no. Well, we have animals. You could bring, we yeah. I mean, we again, we'd have to figure out numbers, but no. You, you, yeah. No. You, we, we would give you and, and, your, and your significant other, you know, an RV. Well, that's... That's very thoughtful. Yeah, no, we're um, thinking have, of making it big. You know, go big or go yeah. home. Now, go, go big or stay time, home. Go north or stay yeah. home. Yeah. 
Well, now, do you have a like a, a month or something? We're, we're, well, this summer. We want to do it while, you know, when, when it's hot and people would like to get away for a night or two, you know, to the cooler climbs. Okay. No, that sounds, that sounds reasonable. Okay. Now, um, wanted to, okay, you win. Um, I wanted to um, bring – I've been reading – yeah, we'll, we'll, you okay, make your own trip. Oh yeah, come in a Corolla. Come in a you know, whatever. No, okay, come in a Corolla. Stay at a Motel Six. No, the T bones are fine now. Um, anyway, I um, I'm I was reading a lot about you know the whole debt ceiling deal. Um, I found that there's a group of Republicans, I guess, that are going to vote no on it. Yeah, now, seems I, like it. Yeah. Uh, including Andy Big, yeah. which I thought, I think he's the only Arizonan uh, on the list that is looking at voting now. And again, I, not having read it, uh, I, I suspect that what's happening is, you know, they don't see a significant reduction in spending or a significant enough amount in spending, you know, to the tune of any trillion dollars. And they think that maybe, you know, 10, 20 billion dollars is just chump change. And what obviously needs to be done is is more spending cuts. And I guess the people that are turning into these uh, anti-Kevin McCarthy people are are looking at, hey, we lost. We didn't win. Uh, we we uh, understand the idea of compromising, but we don't see a whole lot of compromise on the Democrat part. And we don't see a whole lot of, of reduction in spending. And I think that's one of the biggest issues that is facing uh, the country right now yeah. when it comes to, you know, the $31 trillion sure. plus. Sure. Oh, and, and I guess, you know, the sending more money over to Ukraine and uh, at the same time in a separate bill. Um, there, it, it, there's just a lot of confusion over, well, what's the goal? What's, what's the aim? Are we going to take reduction spending seriously or are we just giving it lip yeah no it's a it's it, these are not unfair points uh and 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 they would be even less unfair should, if the republicans had a substantial majority in the house of representatives rather than a majority of nine or ten and if we had the right. senate and if we had the white house but we don't have the senate we don't have the white house so what we did get yeah. was something we didn't think we would i didn't think we would we 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 got less domestic spending next year than this that itself is an eyebrow raiser uh we stopped the irs from hiring more agents this year um right. we clawed back a lot of money from covid funding and 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 i think you take that win that you can to avoid a confrontation that will, by definition, come because you wouldn't get a single Democrat to vote for what the uh, the, the 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 Chip Roy caucus is saying. They would rather you wouldn't get a single Democrat, and if you don't get a single Democrat, the Senate's not going to pass it, and the White House isn't going to sign off on it. You have to get well, something that you know. Oh, by the way, did I also tell you we got an oil pipeline in West Virginia that's driving the Greens nuts? Oh, I'm sure. Um, so, clawed back money, no IRS expansion, a billion dollars right. in savings. Um, you know, I, I, I'll take it when I didn't think we'd get any of it. Well, I. Yeah, and and this is something I guess where a lot of American regular everyday Americans are saying. Um, it's not even close to being enough. No, and it isn't. But so, this, but the debt ceiling fight is not the fight for that. The budget fight is the fight for that. 
Well, that's true. But, I mean, we're, we're dealing with a debt ceiling that is just going to continuously be raised. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) It doesn't have to raise again until after 2025. And if you want to stop it, this is a political problem, as I said. There is a political solution. Get the Republicans a substantial majority in the House that isn't hanging on by nine votes. Get a Republican Mm -hmm. Senate and get a Republican president. And you can have that. Well— but we don't now, have that. I mean, we have to no. see that we have one half of the legislature, and only yeah. a small part of that is the majority. So, does procedurally does this compromise go back to the House? It starts in the House, vote? actually. It starts in the House. The Rules Committee votes on it uh, tomorrow. If it uh, goes to, uh, and then it theoretically goes to the floor. If it passes, if. And by the way, we don't know what the Democrats are saying about this. I, I mean, individually, they're awfully unhappy with it. Um, uh, but if, if they get enough Republicans and enough Democrats to pass it out of the House, it goes to the Senate. Uh, it'll be awfully hard for Chuck Schumer to not let it pass the Senate, given his ties to the White House, which wants to get this through. And then it goes to right. the president for signature. But what if there's enough Republicans who just decide to say no? Then it doesn't happen. And- then it doesn't happen. That's correct. And then what? And then and we're then at the place what? we were on uh, Thursday or Friday with uh, yeah. with uh, us having hit our debt ceiling. And uh, then everything that flows from there goes downwards. Uh, everything from our credit rating to the markets. Yeah. I mean, then every then the economy goes insane. Yeah, no, I get yeah. I get that there are good people we like and agree with who don't support this. Um, mm-hmm. It's enough for me that the uh, Socialist Workers' Party is against it and Jim Jordan's for it. That's enough for me, for now. Okay. For now. Well, I'm just, we'll, me. That's we'll, just yeah. me. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to force this on anyone because I, I only have a tenuous grasp of this in the first place. But I think yeah. we just have to face reality. We have the thinnest of majorities. We didn't think we'd get anything. We got a reduction in spending. We stopped the IRS yeah. from expanding. We got an oil pipeline. That's... It's a good start, as they say. You like music, don't you? You like Bachman Turner yeah, Overdrive? Bachman Turner Overdrive. Well, I'll take what I can get, as BTO saying. And then if we win this rather than lose the victory, then we'll maybe have a better version of that, as the girl says in that song. You ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, that's kind of my view of the budget of the uh, debt ceiling debate. We'll take we'll take what we can get, win it, and then win the next election and say you ain't seen nothing yet. Steve is in Tempe. Hi, Steve. How you doing, Seth? I'm well. How are you? Uh, doing good. And uh, it sounds like that's the same philosophy that you're having with the uh, with the dinner. Uh, with your RV uh, excursion, you're talking. No, about. that I'm going for the maximization on. That I'm going to the. That I'm going to the mats on. That that uh, I, I will not negotiate that. It will be okay, T-bone steaks. It will, it'll be T-bone steaks and baked potatoes and and peach cobbler or apple pie or something like that. Seth, for the for the record, Rob is right. 
about the ribeyes as opposed to team builder. I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not trying to. That, that's anything, fine. That, that's fine. <laughs> and living at Mar-a-Lago would be better than where I live. But I am telling you, we're doing it traditionally. We are doing a traditional campfire RV trip. CB radios, RVs, a fire. Are you going to bring uh, self-burning logs too? No, we're going to light up a real fire, and we're going to, you know, plaid shirts. I don't think I can get the axe toss in. There's probably some insurance issues with that. But we'll have ghosts. Yeah. We'll have we'll we'll tell stories and have a campfire chat and all that. All good. Yeah. All good. And when's the last yeah. time you had a T-bone anyway? It, it, honestly, it has been a while. Okay. I, I think a, I think uh, if you or Mrs. Steve go to the butcher <laughs> or the grocery store and ask for a T-bone and grill one up, you will call me back and say thank you. You forgot how good they are. Well, I, just uh, – Not a porterhouse, uh, a T-bone. Just to test your theory, Seth, I'll, I, I promise you I will do that. I will look forward to the report. You got it. Okay, you got it. Yeah. Now, um, what one of the things that I wanted, or the main thing I wanted to talk to you about was um, re- related to the, you know, the whole Dylan Mulvaney, Bud Light, yeah. Target, yeah. Uh, all the, you know, I'll tell you, Seth. One of the things that I'm encouraged about is that I think the tidal wave of profit loss that these companies are experiencing right now tells me a whole lot about where the country is with all with all this garbage that they're throwing at us and uh, in you know in the in the speed that they're throwing it uh, at us by you know they're they're um i think the fact and, and by the way just for the record on as it relates to to uh, bud light um i don't know how long it's been since you've had a bud light but um that is one of the worst tasting beers <laughs> that you can buy and I know it's I know it's all marketing and and, and name recognition and everything else, but uh, Budweiser is made with rice in comparison to what what other beers are. I don't know the uh, ingredients of other beers, but I know for a fact that Budweiser is rice. And uh, you know, Budweiser is okay. Bud Light is is terrible. So just that aside, um, I, I I think that. Um, the whole thing with Target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, anyone who's a beer connoisseur knows that Bud Light is not a first or fifth choice. Oh, but, terrible. But, but that it has its fan base and it has its base, it, right? And, it does. And, and nothing could have flown harder. And You know what it's a little bit like, except worse, actually? A little bit like the Dixie Chicks condemning George Bush while abroad just at the outbreak of a war. If you're yeah. if you're going to be in country music, maybe don't blast the American president while abroad. In country yeah. music, that's not going to fly, or it wouldn't then. I I could never think of a I never when I saw them do that. I never I never thought I I, I could not think of a turning on the bass greater than that. This thing oh, with yeah, Bud no. Light beat it. This thing with Bud Light beat it. There yeah, is a bass no, to Bud Light, and 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 they and they slapped it in the face. Yeah, no question. Let me take a break, and you can make your point on the. Okay, you bet. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I am going to break, right, David? I am going to break. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Did you cut that uh, commercial for Bill Lucato? Is that you voicing that? Yes. Oh, that was, that's a great commercial. What a great company. I love Bill Lucato. I really do. Great family. Do you know uh, most people don't, maybe. Luke Air Force Base is that family. But it's a great, great family, great, a great dealership. Story, yeah. yeah, it's a Yes, great story. Uh, sorry, Steve, you were on hold. I apologize. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, thanks for the extra time, Seth. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. No, regarding the the Target and Bud Light situation, the companies that are at, have to be absolutely celebrating right now are CVS, Walgreens, Coors, and and Miller Brewing Company. I mean, they couldn't have had a, a better uh, advertisement for their product. People switching over their product than th- than this happening. The thing that that um, that I'm convinced of is that this undercurrent that we're seeing right now by the profit losses, immediate profit losses by both of those companies, Target and and I, and we're not and Target's not done. I mean, this is their their second go around. First was that that bathroom issue yep. they had a while back, yep. and there was a boycott about, yep. and people started coming back after after uh, the the shutdown happened, and you know everything seemed to be okay. For them and their stock, but I don't know how they were. I mean, you know, pardon the pun, but I mean, they do have a target on them right now from people, you know, conservatives like uh, you and I and the, and the rest of people that uh, uh, just aren't buying. You know, Cornell, the CEOs. Um, you know, why he's doing? He's a, from everything that we're learning about him. You know, you you put yourself under a microscope when you do things like this. Yeah. Cornell and everything else associated with him and his organization and what he's trying to create there with that store and with the with the um, obvious agenda that is behind it. And it is it is an agenda. Um, it's it's going to cause them a lot of financial pain, as uh, in addition to what's what it's already caused them. Um, the one thing that's interesting, though, is I think the one guy that's going to skate on all of this is is that uh, Dylan Mulvaney guy. I mm-hmm. think he's going to be looked upon as a cult hero now. He look, look Dylan Mulvaney brought down a a beer brand. You know mm-hmm. how how cool is that? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so and that's unfortunate. But um, I I really think that we're in a, we're in a place right now. And and, and again. I'm encouraged by the fact that we're seeing this firsthand and seeing their their profit losses happen right now because I think that indicates that there's a whole lot of people in this country that we we don't hear about and haven't heard about in the last number of weeks and months and even the last couple of years that are really furious by what's going on. And I think yeah, that's, there's that's a couple it. interesting. Uh points I want to addi- make in addition to what you said, Steve, because I'm I, while I want to believe you're right, I'm not sure we're there quite yet because, yes, those bottom line dollars are going in one direction, which is seeking new and new bottoms. And you're right to point that out. And that is obviously a very healthy sign. And you're right to point that out. But just one one small thing is it doesn't seem to have slowed other major companies from going down that route. Um, you, you know, you watched what happened to Bud Light and then Target decided, hey, we want some of that. And then you saw what happened to Target and the Los Angeles Dodgers said, we want some of that. And then the North Face said they want some of that. Now Cole says they want some of that. So I'm not sure if it's stopping the companies 
from going down that road um, on the uh, on the one hand. And the other – and it may be asking too much as Shakespeare says in Coriolanus, you don't trouble the poor with begging. But as you said, this was – what an opportunity for – what did you say? CVS, Coors or whatever – uh, yeah. Alternative, you know, the uh, alternative companies in the market. Walgreens. Yeah, Walgreens. Yeah. They weren't really saying much. They didn't capitalize on the moment that was handed to them. Now, maybe they just wanted yeah. to be the straight, quiet stick in this and not raise their heads. But, yeah, and, but, but I didn't Steph, see them going for the gusto on this. Yeah, yeah. But, Seth, you know, it's. It's um, It's hard to do. I, I get no, it. No, 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 no. Okay. Steph, there's, a, there's a principle, you know, when you're. When your uh, opponent is yeah. destroying himself, yeah, sure. go ahead and let him do it. Yeah, don't don't, don't, don't step on the yeah, right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, and and yeah. Th- and I think that's where their where their mindset Prob- is. On probably that. that's right. Probably that's yeah. right. But can you explain all these other major corporations decide like I, Lemmings decided to deciding to jump off that cliff with them? That's the weird well, they, thing. Uh, it, it is, and, and I, I really think it's uh, you know I think it's a pervasive culture thing that's within the within the hierarchy of those companies and it's unfortunate but i think they're going to see the same thing if they want to pursue that and go down that road they're going to see the same thing and it's not well going that's to... the question okay now you've put you really got your finger on it because there could be this gamble there could be this gamble that you know it's pretty rare for a conservative boycott to work i haven't th- th- i can't think of one that really did work until the Bud yep. Light one. It took a lot, yep. evidently, of what, energy or whatever to do that. And they yep. may be gambling on the fact that that may have been a one-off. I, I don't. I haven't seen if Target has faced or if the L.A. Dodgers or North Face or Coles has faced. Coles is recent, so it would be hard to see. I don't know if, if the energy in the movement that wants to boycott that is going to be strong enough or sustainable or enough or patient enough to keep doing it to company after company, so that if we don't, and Target sees no difference on its bottom line, and North Face sees no difference on its bottom line, then, you know, the argument will be made, um, Bud Light was a one-off. Yeah, and, and Seth, I think a lot of a lot of that, so too... So there's a burden and, on us and, to keep it going, is I guess what I'm saying. No, no, no and you that's a, that's a valid point, because I think a lot of it, too, come, comes down to, is there something else, an, an alternative out there, that's equally as good, and I think I think you know to your point. Oh yeah, uh, we we've, we've seen that with Disney. Yeah, I mean look at look that at was what the was problem happening with Disney. Disney. There was nothing else it, like it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And and everybody's kind of oh, yeah well, yeah yeah. Know, but Bud Light good. has a mirror image, and yeah, all the others. Yeah, yeah right, right, yeah, right. So fair point too. That that's interesting. Yeah, that's a factor too. Good analysis, Steve. Yeah, but yeah. It's uh, but I yeah I, I I'm just. Um, you know, Target. I I don't know. I mean, it's like you you escape a a major um, wave of of uh, profit loss previously by doing the same thing that you're doing now. I I mean, I I really think that that you know that guy Cornell, the CEO, is is um, he's just trying. I think he's he's on board with that whole agenda, and they are try they're pushing it, and I think he's. Like, like a lot of those CEOs. Yeah, that's the, uh, the other Nicole. interesting question. And I was making mention earlier, and I didn't get a chance to do it. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. There's an audio that uh, Mike Gallagher was playing earlier uh, from a uh, CEO of a sporting, I think it's a sporting company or a diet, a sporting and diet company that was um, 
about the distinction between those at these companies that believe in it and those that don't. Stay tuned for more on that tomorrow. I'll, I'll get on that tomorrow. But good analysis, okay. Steve. Thank you. Uh, don't go away. A lot more coming up. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Think about the economy, the bank failures, the volatility in the stock market. People are speaking of a possible recession. Inflation is certainly more than transitory. But what if you could invest in a portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you can turn your monthly income on or off, compound it, whatever you like, with no loss of principal if you need your money back at any time. No fees in this secure collateralized portfolio that is offered up by our friends at Y-Refi. Y-Refi is based here locally. I encourage you to stop by their offices. They're on the Scott, on Scottsdale Road in the 101. I've been there and you won't be asked to sign anything. You won't get a sales pitch. But when you do meet with the team at Y-Refi, you'll see why I like and trust them so much and you can too. A due diligence approved firm, you can earn up to 10.25% rate of return. That's right, a 10.25% fixed rate of return. Check them out at investyrefi.com. Invest, the letter Y, then refy.com. Or give them a call at 888-YREFI-34. Sonia is in Goodyear. Hello, Sonia. Hello. How are you? you know, it's pretty, well, I'm good, although I have a little cold. But oh. it's pretty amazing when you watch these companies fail and then watch these other companies pile on into the chasm of woke destruction, the only thing I can think might be happening is that they are trying to elevate their ESG scores so that BlackRock picks them up for uh, fun. That's that's a part of what this guy was saying. I I think I it I, no I, no it's all right I'll play it I'll play the audio tomorrow I I didn't uh, I didn't play it in full I just kind of described it a little bit that's a part of it I think um, I think a little bigger than the ESG stuff is the CEI is the um, is the corporate uh, equity index rating the CEI rating that's coming out of the human rights campaign but it's all of a piece. Uh, these corporations get scored on 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 how well well they're doing on this corporate uh, equity index that the human rights campaign has uh, been pushing. It's kind of a racket, you know. You get you do these things, you get a right. good score. You don't do these things, or you do opposite things, you get a lower score. And these scores go into that financing that you're talking about as well, Sonia. I do think there is that, and the, and 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 that's its own racket, uh, whether it's coming from the angle of ESG or CEI or DEI, the, all these new letters we're learning, all these new things. But it's all yeah. of, of the same it's piece. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because the implications of it raise the question of what can be done about it. Um, you know, of course, as Steve was saying, some of these corporations and their leadership is on board with it. You know, they, they don't need any convincing because they're already there. But those that aren't, what can be done about it? There's got to be something we're going to have to think about out loud on how to resist that. Because at the end of the day, these corporations do need that money and uh, to operate. They do need that investment to operate. And um, it's going to take some creative thinking. It's going to be a real challenge for us to compete with. Thank you, Sonia. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.